two friends, <laughs> okay. and a dog named Chili. I'm quest to find the worst meat yet made. Let's empty a few friends and dive right into the Rotten Review Show. That's right, everyone. We're back. It is time for the Rotten Review Show, but not just any kind of Rotten Review Show. It's time for the Halloween Spooktacular. And with me, I have my own creature of the night, the man <laughs> I want to go hunting vampires with, Buffy style, Spencer Kennard. How the hell are you doing, my friend? Oh, it's very spooky. <laughs> no, I'm great. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Halloween spooked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so ready for this. This is going to be great. I mean, I, I was just really excited for this all day to begin with. Yeah. Just doing this, even though having to buy the beer that I hate the most, this <laughs> pumpkin style beer. Well, trust you me, I am not looking forward to oh, this. No this either but we'll get into that we'll later. get we'll get into that um so how are you doing man i'm doing pretty all right i mean just working as usual today is the one day off a week that i've been taking um but yeah man i mean things are starting to flow things are going are going pretty well pretty excited for you know october to start tomorrow um mm -hmm. someone woke me up because september ended so it feels <laughs> like a great <laughs> Oh, did anyone remind anyone remember to wake up Billy Joe Armstrong? Uh, you know, I don't think he ever actually went to sleep. Um, <laughs> he saw a shadow. We had so Six. we had like ten more years of Green Day. <laughs> ten, ten more years of Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, hey, man, they put out some good songs in the past ten years. They did. They did. Granted, uh, American Idiot is now like fifteen years old. I, they can legally have like a learner's permit. He can join the <laughs> army. With parents' permission. Uh, you know. All right, everyone. How you been doing, man? I, How's things over there? Things are going great. It's also my, like, one day off I have. Um, decorated the house. Got it all spooky. Ready for the to, for All Hallows' Eve. Um, oh, and so you're ready for when the veil gets thinner, too. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Black Fam Candles getting ready to be lit. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, also, it's, like, I mean, really. No. What was that, man? Oh, no, I was going to make some joke about virgins, but, you know, I think the joke's made. <laughs> I think the joke makes itself. <laughs> it does. Um, it's also, like, a very cool weather here. I don't know if it's the same for you in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's actually pretty nice over here today. So I'm uh, yeah. I'm going to make some soup because it's officially soup season. Oh, my gosh. Making so soup. I work right around the corner from the soup man. Oh, yeah. Which, if, yeah, which is – if. You know, anyone out there that's watched Seinfeld, the no suit for you, man. Um, you know, the uh, that is right around the corner. I must say, dude. I, I heard the one, soups are really the guy good. That the guy that runs it is actually really nice. Um, oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> like the manager of it. Super nice dude. Um, but, yeah, it's right there on 55th and 8th. It's, like, right by the Spyscape. Um, it's really cool, though. I mean, it's just a walk-up thing. You just get it, and I'll tell you what, man, it's delicious. And also, the lobster roll they have there, oh, probably yeah. one of the best lobster rolls I've ever had in New York. Wow. Maybe just hands down. Just hands down one of the best lobster rolls. Oh, man, I've had some pretty good lobster rolls. i got to try that next time I'm in the city. Yeah, do it. 
But, uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm going to be making uh, diner-style chicken and rice soup. There you go. I'm, gonna, I'm so Dump excited. it all in, simmer it, boil it. I oh, yeah. You. I get as soon as I get out of here, man, put it, got the big stock pot ready to go. Stock pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pass down for generations. There you go. That's how, you know, it's got all the flavor. <laughs> all right, everyone. Just to remind you guys how we do this on these Halloween spooktaculars, uh, we like to bring some snacks and drinks before we discuss some pretty great movies. Um, Spencer, what do you got for drink and snack today? So, oh, so, so, so that we're, we're gonna, do you want to start with snack or do you want to just go both one and one? We'll do How one. We we'll this? do one and one. All right. You choose. So, we, we can either do drink or snack first. So we're going to go snack first. Snack first. So, um, I went more the candy route. Yeah. And tried to find instead of more of like the pumpkin flavored whatever, um, at least for the uh, uh, for the first for the first treat that really seems more like a trick um, than <laughs> anything. But so I have these hide and eek boutique brand gummy fangs. Now oh, these man. are just very unsettling to look at in general. Um, I re- you know, will probably post a picture of these maybe Definitely. on the, the Instagram or something, but uh, I'm showing these to Jesse right now. Oh. And like, it's got like pink for the gums and then like white for the teeth. But then it like, it looks like the white goes up and in. They actually don't smell too bad. Um, these are just like target brand. So they're, they're very generic. Like I'm yeah. sure you find any, any target. Um, the, the, the ingredients are, and I read corn syrup, <laughs> sugar, modified cornstarch, water, gelatin citric acid lactic acid it's like there's nothing there's nothing nothing there's nothing good there's nothing like healthy in that shit yeah beeswax i think beeswax might be the healthiest thing there (laughs) i didn't even think you could eat beeswax i'm sure you're probably not supposed to but you know i just realized put it on your lips but also just realized in the camera view you can see my like 1950s Frankenstein action. Oh yeah, you got Frankenstein just chilling back just there, chilling like the he's court. stalking you. <laughs> oh man. So what yes, I so this is what yeah. this is what I have, and it's oh. just I don't. It doesn't smell bad. It's just kind of unsettling to look at. I see. They're I read, all, they're, they're, they're yeah. not individually wrapped either. No. Like <laughs> they just like they just morph. put them in a plastic container, like you get from the deli. <laughs> oh my god. I remember so I those though. I remember those as a kid, like going trick or treating and getting those occasionally. Well, this is like, this is like what people would put, yeah. like, I don't know. This is what I imagine a parent's worst nightmare is: is unwrapped candy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, no, you are not eating that. <laughs> but the creepy old lady down the street gave it to me. Mom, I feel high. <laughs> <laughs> I taste blood. Okay, so what what do you have? I brought. I went more towards uh, the pumpkin flavoredness of this season. Oh. I grabbed from Trader Joe's pumpkin flavored tortilla chips. See, that doesn't sound too bad. Crafted with simple ingredients including pumpkin puree, pumpkin seeds, cinnamon, and nutmeg. So, are they like tortilla chips, or are yeah, they like they're like pumpkin? 
I don't. Are they actual pumpkin? Well, let's see. Uh, ingredients: corn flour, vegetable oil, sunflower, oh, so they are, corn so oil, tortilla chips with like uh, pumpkin yeah, with flavoring. pumpkin puree, pumpkin seeds, sea salt, cinnamon, and nutmeg. Okay. They're also gluten free. Nice. I think I have all the gluten today. <laughs> I think you have all. Like so, looks just like a regular. Like, all all right. right. So we we eating these together. These together, man. You ready all for right. this? All right. Okay. Here we go. Everyone can just hear me chew this thing. You're gonna be chewing it forever. I didn't. Even, I couldn't even chew the whole thing. I think I just swallowed half of it. Um, these taste like a pumpkin pie. Yeah, and I'm not okay with that. Could you? Well, you're eating the second one. Because <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, I. You know, it's all right because I'm gonna do the same thing. Um, these are just. These just taste like a generic gummy. Yeah. I'm like, but actually less than a generic gummy because they just don't taste like anything. At least they don't taste like circus peanuts, like that weird banana fake flavored. It's almost got like a fake, like, strawberry. Uh-huh. Oh, now it's worse. <laughs> My second one was worse. Now it's just like perfume. Oh, oh. no. You sure, no. You, you sure you didn't get them from a deli? Uh, hide and eat boutique, man. <laughs> so... Oh. Would you would you recommend these? Like, would you? No, no, not at all. So you wouldn't put Man, these in the in the bag for the trick or treaters. What? No. What I think they could work for. Okay, so this is going to get real real trashy real quick. Real um, so if you were to make like some type of like punch or like like uh, a jungle juice or something, like some type of like adult. Um, alcoholic mix I could see it if you like soaked them mm-hmm. like and they absorb the alcohol yeah, it so might if be you okay make, like, yeah like gummy bears like the vodka yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I can see that. that I could see like but like yeah. I actually would recommend these I think they need like a like a hot sauce or something but what about like a marshmallow sauce or something ooh oh fuck yeah I would I would I would mess with that yeah yeah. So they just need you. Just need you need you, it, it needs you like chip with no dip. Yeah, that's the thing. Like <laughs> chips and like yeah, tortilla chips in general. Like meh. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's also just like that. Uh, weird... I don't know anyone that eats tortilla chips without salsa. Uh, <laughs> like, psychopaths do. You know. Um, I mean, for uh, me, it's just the aftertaste. Right, well, the aftertaste is weird for these because you oh, taste like straight pumpkin pie after these. All right. I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan I'm either. I'm not a big pumpkin fan either. I don't know why we're doing this to ourselves. Uh, I don't know, but I'm about to wash this down with something even worse. I'm I'm washing down pumpkin with pumpkin. All right, um, pumpkin. What do you have, well, for... Jesse? I went first. Th- I went first last yes, time. You go first. I'll this go time. first this time. So I have pumpkin ale from uh, Dogfish Head. It is a brown ale brewed with pumpkin and spices. Um, the logo is absolutely wicked, and I love it, and that's the only reason why I bought it. It's seven percent, so that's going to be pretty at good. Its finest. Branding at its finest. What about you? So I from the UFO Beer Company. Which, I love uh, UFO. Uh, Do you? Oh, I love UFO. Um, 
I, you know, I haven't had it in a really long time. Um, they have a really good white ale. They are, I'm they're If I'm not mistaken, uh, UFO is from, um, are they from Boston? Yeah. They're from the Massachusetts area. From Boston, Boston, Boston. There it is. Boston. 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 Um, but I have their UFO journey to planet pumpkin, which is a, um, it's a Hefeweizen, Oof. which I am not a huge fan of. It's going to be, gonna be you're um, not going to like that. It's very weedy. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't like blue moon. Oh yeah. I don't like, I don't, Mine's from I Delaware. really don't like hope. I really don't like Ho garden. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> garden is the um, worst. Whole garden to me just like tastes like if I was like it's like I got punished in the Christmas story and I'm sucking that, that bar, bar soap. soap. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. But this is definitely not my regular PPR, so I'm going to be kind of upset anyway. But here we go. Right. I'm going to go ahead and crack it, and we're going to pour it. Ooh. I, I I used to tend to bar. I know. I remember. I try to forget, but you know, you were a good bartender. You never charged ah. me. Ah. <laughs> no, that's just because someone else paid for your drinks. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> All right, so got a nice head yeah. here. I mistakenly nice. poured ours before we started recording, so mine's nice and flat already. Oh, see, mine I just was like, I yeah. All right, cheers. Drink. All right. Bottoms up. Ugh. You know? You know, I'm not upset at this. Mine's bitter. I don't know why it's so bitter. This is actually the... I'm thinking okay. of the right beer, right? Like the like uh, a hefeweizen. No, yeah, Hefe, no. Uh, Blue Moon is a wheat ale. A hefeweizen is, is more of like it's like a wheat. It's a wheat beer, but a little bit more towards like a, a hell's, which is kind of like a Yingling. Gotcha. So a hefeweizen so, so is more. Then what am I thinking of? What is ho? What is Hogarden? It's just a wheat ale. Like, I don't think it's like a Belgian wheat. That's ale. just it. Yeah, it's a Belgian wheat ale. What's the difference between that's what I'm thinking? You're thinking Belgian, yeah, a Belgian wheat ale. So, so I am not actually mad at this. No, I'm mine, is which just... is very surprising. Like I could actually drink this. I well, I, I'm definitely gonna drink mine. <laughs> mine, but like, yeah, surprisingly, it's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my bar was pretty low because I was really expecting something pretty bitter. Mine is um, super bitter for a, for a nut I, ale. I've also noticed though a lot of a lot of these beers they um, they they like try and pump up the flavor too much. Well, yeah, it's always too much of the nutmeg and too much of the cardamom for me with these kind of ales. But uh, it's not bad. I I would recommend this one. I, you know, I I'm definitely you're definitely gonna have to try and pick up a can of this. I um, I will because yeah because uh 
again, I'm not a big on flavored anything. Like I'm, a, yeah. I'm pretty bland. Um, I, you know, I drink my coffee black. I don't want anything in it. <laughs> I, uh, you know, you like your uh, coffee black, I, your beer light. Yeah. <laughs> coffee black beer light. I like that one. <laughs> But yeah, this is actually pretty good. It's so much better than the maybe it's because the gummy things are so terrible. Maybe. Oh, that could be it. <laughs> Let's wait. We'll we'll talk was... for a little bit and we'll retry it. Oh, Once no, we, get those we will flavors. not. No, not the gummies. <laughs> like the the like chips and the gummies flavor out of our mouth. Uh, for a bit. We'll, like we'll talk for a bit well. and then we'll do it. All right. Ugh. All right. So, so we got our <laughs> shitty candy. We got our shitty candy. We, we got, got our, our not, not so bad beer. Not so bad. I think it's time for us to sit by the fire and tell some ghost stories. By the way, this is my go-to voice for this. <laughs> oh, spooky! Don't go in there. Don't bury your children in the pet cemetery. <laughs> Don't bury your children in the pet cemetery. They'll come back as demons. I I wouldn't do that if I were you, but I've done it. (laughs) Can't get there for me. (laughs) Margaret, someone told you that from the the start that I did it first, but you know, (laughs) plot holes. (laughs) That's what I love about all all really bad horror movies. They're filled with plot holes. But uh, before we go into this, we have to give a huge shout out. Uh, to a friend of mine, a fan of the show, who suggested this movie, James. Um, James! Thank you so much. I loved this movie. From start to finish, I was about everything about this movie. It is, there is a lot to love here. Um, And that movie is, I'm sorry, but that movie is called... Uh, dead alive or aka brain dead in the u.s yes um so we're, we're, what the film we're going to be talking about today is actually uh it's it's a peter jackson film um it was released in new zealand um i it, i don't think it came to the states right away um i'm not sure on that though you would have to double check um but it was uh, no, it's it, 1992 it's a 92 yeah. film. It didn't come to the States until a little later because it uh, it was released in New Zealand and it was po- really popular in there. I've read something that it was like it actually grossed more in New Zealand than Batman 2. Batman Returns, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> like... they thought it was so funny and so, like, all, oh, the, all the blood and gore in it was so, like, comedic to them that they loved it. Well, this this movie was is comedic, is a is a horror comedy. Like it's oh, definitely yeah. set up like that. It's not meant to be. It's, it's campy. It's all get out. Um, the costumes are ridiculous, everything like that. But, um, it's, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, uh, we're letting Tanil try the beer. Yeah. She gave, she gave it a thumbs up. Yeah. She's the pumpkin spice person here. She likes all that kind of stuff. But, um, for everyone who doesn't know, Tanil's my fiance. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's campy as all get out. It's um, I don't even know how to describe it. it I would almost okay. say it's like Peter Jackson's like love letter to like Evil Dead. 
It, I was just going to say, if you show Evil Dead and then you show this movie and you have to go, all right, pick which one was Sam Raimi and which one was Peter Jackson, you you could not tell the difference. I I could. You could. I, I feel like you I could. could but if that, like, but that's because of how much as like a young teenager I consumed Lord of the Rings films. Yes. And like while I was watching this, I found myself being like, "Oh, well, that's what Peter Jackson does. That oh, that's the camera angle he uses." Oh, <laughs> <this is." laughs> like because of course I was watching this film like through a critical lens. Yes. And I was watching it, going, <laughs> "This is awesome! Oh my god, this is hilarious!" No, like, I started out watching this film, and, like, I haven't seen this. I mean, I've seen it, like, maybe once before. I, I, I never those... saw it. This is my first time watching this movie. I I had seen it, like, once before, like, a long time ago. It was one of those ones where it was, it was like, on, like, some random yeah. shit, like, IFC or something. It was, like, sneaking, flipping it back and forth. So, um, But uh, there was... Um... <laughs> it's so interesting to see, like, the... Uh... I guess like the early stages of a filmmaker oh, yeah. and like how, like the things that you, I mean, whenever you're just making, creating in any sense, like you're going to start trying things out. You're going to try and figure things out. And it's, it's really cool to see how some of those things that he was trying at an early stage um, did end up actually coming into like a major Hollywood blockbuster film in Lord oh, of the Rings. Oh, it's yeah. really cool to see that progression of like, uh, you know, of like an artist or of a director, you know, just to see their stylistic choices and be like, no, I like doing this. I'm going to figure out how to do it and do it in yeah. the best way possible. Exactly. And that that's the best thing about this movie is that he just went there having fun. And yeah. Oh, you can tell. You can tell. This is a fun film. Exactly. And that's the same reason why I've always loved Evil Dead. All of them. Evil mm-hmm. Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. Like, because he just went in there having, just to have fun. And that's what this movie is. It's just an homage to having fun and just doing shit because you can. Well, that that was what was kind of, it's always kind of hard with me or hard for me with zombie films. Yeah. Um, because I think zombie films and zombie culture and things like that, it's, it says more about society and the breakdown of society Yeah. than it does about the actual like zombies. And that's where I kind of get tripped up because by by now, if you haven't heard me talk, you've heard me talk long enough to know that yeah. I'm going to just overanalyze everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like I started watching this film again, and I'm like, oh, so is this? It's it starts out in like a very kind of um, you know, colonizer imperialistic kind of way. I w- I was just right? going to make and that s- joke. Yeah. It's like <laughs> when he pulls that, like when they're in um, where was Sumatra? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, Sum- Skull Sumatra, Island, Sumatra. No, Skull Island, Skull which Island. is an homage to, to Kong, King Kong. Right, which King Kong, which is where yeah. um obviously, obviously the ape was. Um but funny enough, right, like <laughs> Jackson also directed the remake of that. Yeah, he did. And, and there the, was actually a a callback to, to this the, film yeah, in the, that remake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The little there's a little if you watch it there's a little uh cage that has the rat in it so like do not touch <laughs> i i do i remember that when i when i was reading like the trivia about it after watching the movie and i read that i was like oh my god yeah i remember that but um no that whole scene where he's like being attacked by the tribal warriors and he just pulls out a machine gun 
I, I couldn't help but laugh because I'm like, that is just imperialism and colonialism in a nutshell. It's just yeah, like, it was, fuck you, my gun's kinda, bigger. Yeah, it was very cringy, though, in a way. Cause it was I like, was, but it was a great, that's a great joke, though. Yeah, see, like, I guess I just, that there there's a few parts in this film where yeah. I feel like, and, and I'm not, someone that tries to be overly politically correct, I guess, or overly PC. I just try and, you know, treat everyone with respect. But like, I think there's something to be said about like, even just in that context, right. Taking something away from its native place and putting it on display. Oh yeah. Like it's only, it only brings about bad things. Zoos are a horrible thing. Yeah. Like, well, the creature itself was pretty disgusting anyway. Oh, but, yeah, um, no, true. But I meant in general, like, the idea of yeah. zoos. Yeah, and it's like you think that you're smarter than the people that actually live there. Yeah. And I thought, like, I'm, like even though it's a small little brief moment, it's like, no, you see what happens when you assume you're the smartest person with the biggest gun, right? You die anyway. Yeah, and that happens to him at the end of that the, the scene. He gets his, yeah. He gets bitten by the red, he gets his hand chopped off, and he gets killed. Yeah. Because again, like yeah. again, pride goes before the fall, that whole kind of thing. Like exactly. you thought you were smarter than the people that were trying to help you. And I, like and and the the, the demeaning yeah. way that like that character just briefly talks to the people that are helping him out. Yeah. Like it was just like I know that's the point of the character and I know that that but it's like you see, this is Again, like you try and look for reasons about like what is causing the zombie yeah, outbreak, yeah. things like that. Well, I mean, there you go. There's your reason. Like you tried to, you didn't listen. <laughs> I feel <laughs> yeah. like most horror movies could be avoided if, if the you just people just like, listen. Listen, don't no. bury your kid in the pet cemetery. <laughs> don't. Oh yeah, all horror movies. Could, yeah, don't. Uh, kid drowned in a lake. Let's not reopen that camp. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe we should talk to the mother. Maybe, you know, maybe she's going through something traumatic. Maybe. Maybe do a background check before you hire a janitor for a school. Yeah, you know. And we wouldn't have Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, (laughs) if you just fucking think about it. Yeah, like, somebody dropped the ball somewhere, and they always blame somebody else. (laughs) But that is. That is how, yeah, how to write. I should know that. That's how you write. (laughs) Don't do this. Um. But, so but it starts. And yeah, but that's, so that's how it again, starts. But I see. I'm always okay when people make that kind of joke about colonialism or whatever. Is when that that obviously bad guy dies. You know. Oh yeah, I guess you know he gets what's coming to him. He gets what's coming to him. So that's why it's a good joke to me because it's just showing like, oh, it's fucking, it's wrong. <laughs> Colonizing is wrong. Well, the British Empire was wrong. Well, the, and it's also interesting too because like the whole people, it ends yeah. up being like. I mean, spoiler alert, I guess we need to say this about a film that's how old? Uh, it was 92. 92, so it's a year 20... younger, so 29 years old. 29 years spoiler old. Spoiler alert. For a 29-year-old film. Outbreak. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, but, but that whole being complacent and allowing that to yeah. be, you know, oh, we're going to bring in this thing just to be entertained by it without really understanding it. Yeah. Like, you get what's coming to you. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, and so I thought I, I just zombie films as a whole, I think, you know, and he, he even goes back to night of the living dead. Right? Oh, it's like, such a good movie though. Where they're ghouls. Right. And it was yeah. like this way of like, um, you know, talking about racism. Kind of pers- well, 
it's a way of personifying like groupthink yeah. and like bad groupthink and like exactly. you know just following the orders. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, Which that's been p- picked to be. So we don't. We need to. Pick, we don't know. I need to get into that. It, but, wait, um, no. But I just think like. But, but did you also notice like all the Indiana Jones references too? Yeah. Yeah. It, especially like with the. Yeah, with the so, with the travel men coming and the the fucking yeah, the jeep. I also shit. just again, I'm going to talk about this because it's like again, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, right? It's, yeah, I'm like that's that's when they're that's, like walking to, <laughs> you know, when they're like the locations walking? that yeah. they used in Lord of the Rings were also used in this film. Well, because he's from, isn't he from New Zealand? Yeah, he's from New Zealand. Yeah, he put New Zealand on the Zealand. on the map for filmmaking. Yeah, with between that and what a digital, <laughs> that too. Um, so, um, I could not figure out what time period this took place in. The fifties. Was it all the fifties, or was it like? Yeah, it's all okay. It's all the fifties. It takes place in like nineteen fifty. Okay, because uh, I was trying to figure out 56. why New Zealand has such a problem with rockabilly. Oh, I, <laughs> no! It's just the fifties. Yeah. Okay, sure, that 50s. makes more sense to me. Um, which, uh, that's, that's a whole, we, we got a ways to go. We got a ways to go. So after that colonizer Joe gets fucking slaughtered, we've back to mainland New Zealand where we meet. Well, time out. I I gotta, I gotta get this in there. Get it go. Because like the, um, one of the things that I think makes this like a good, bad film Mm -hmm. are like the miniatures come into play. Oh my God. Yeah. So the plane (laughs) where it's flying, like they totally went and filmed a plane landing, but they did not have the budget to actually get aerial shots of a plane. This movie actually had a pretty big budget and they made it under budget. Yeah. Well, that's, they made it under budget and that was what let them film the whole day out with the baby scene. (laughs) Because Peter Jackson was like, hey, we have extra money and time. Let's go do this. <laughs> <laughs> Again, because he just had fun with it. But, yeah. The... But, um, so we get into the little, like, miniature <laughs> model plane flying. With the... <laughs> it was I, it was fucking great. Well, All of the... The, tro- the trolleys weren't real either. No. <laughs> but also, the, like, the moments with the baby where you can tell it's a, full, a guy in a full-grown suit in a baby costume in a baby costume yeah guy well, you're doing a, the force perspective yeah that was game. great Lord of the rings <laughs> it was a very it's very clever for a yeah. low budget horror movie it was very clever and that's when i i was for it yeah and all that and honestly some of the best practical effects i've seen in a long time oh yeah i mean the practical the practical effects budget was amazing for this oh yeah um well, not even just the budget, Hollywood. Just the, we need to go the guy, back. Whoever they got. Oh yeah, whoever did it was amazing, and Hollywood needs to go back to practical effects. Well, I like how they're combining robot, like rope. I don't even know what you'd call it. Robotronics, animatronics, and robots into yeah. like practical effects. So it's like they're actually making like dinosaurs that can like blink and move and things like that, and like incorporating that into costumes so yeah. it looks. It doesn't all have to be real. CGI. It can actually be. Tangible, tangible. Yeah. But you can. It looks like you can touch it. Now the only problem is with like super high def cameras. Yeah, you can see all the clicks and the clacks. Seems. And the, yeah. Yeah. But so. that's when you go back with special effects and you edit that. But yeah. anyway, 
So, <laughs> main beer, man. That's good. It means it's good. But when really? they, yeah, when they finally get to that mainland, though, this weird Liverpool esque part of New Zealand with this like weird little like deli shop in it. With this, like the, the yeah, it's like a bodega. It's, it's like, like a, a bodega grocery store, and we, it's like run by these. Uh, if they were like immigrant Hungarian family. immigrant family, but like they couldn't pick like a nationality. <laughs> the lady was Spanish. Well, I, yeah, I think that was the whole like thing, though. It's again like that. Yeah, another outsider. Oh right? yeah, and and I mean, unfortunately, shorthand in any filmmaking um, for like mystical practices and yeah, things like that. It's, it's always, always like be... the outsider culture. Yeah. Right? That, like um, it's... Well, they even did that um, in uh, American Werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. That whole, like, the Romanian and yeah. gypsy-esque quality, which, you know. Dark eyes, dark hair. Yeah. You People know, that, that look like me. Thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not me. <laughs> I, they did do that um, one but, one stereotype, which I I do quite enjoy. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think I know which one it is. I know. I think you know um, exactly which one it is. But uh, yeah, so they like they have this. Um, um, again, I'm not sure where they were kind of drawing from, um, other than like kind of. I think it would just been like Latin culture. I think is yeah, it would have been like again. It, it was a movie in the '90s, so it's very of some kind. They just painted with a very broad, broad, you know, brush. They're like, yeah, they're like all of these people are from either, either like Mexico or like Central America, yeah. or Latin America in some regard. They yeah, they um, just again just painted with very a broad brush, which is a, a very, it's an upsetting thing, but unfortunately, it's just a thing that happened in movies of the later 90s and stuff and early thousands too well i think it's again like a lot of times one of the we did we don't watch a whole lot of films to analyze them yeah we watch a lot to Um, just escape yeah and it's a lot easier to watch something and use some type of shorthand than actually go into why this would be associated with this character with their culture this that or the other mm-hmm. um we put the it's like we use it's like we use the Wik, like the wikipedia article <laughs> for the character development yeah um something else just in general like and maybe it's because we're in an era where actually like teen actors are like actually good <laughs> but like yeah, these are supposed to be like young people no like, and they're like, like the lead and they're not <laughs> they're not they are not, and because of that, like it kind of throws the little bit of like Expe- yeah, especially Lionel off. Like, because this is supposed to be like a young woman, and it's supposed to like it's like she's in like this kind of um this fantastical idea about like what love is yeah. and how you can find it. And I think it would have it for a teenager. It works for like a middle like <laughs> not even middle age, but like for a twenty something woman. It, I'm just kind of like yeah. You just seem annoying. <laughs> like, I'm worried get, about like, you. She's sheltered. It's this out of yeah. the other, but like, well, I, I also, yeah, I felt that way about Lionel. Lead. Yeah. I felt that way about Lionel a lot. Like yeah. this dude does not, he's not like 18 
He's no. hitting 30 hard. Yeah. And his... You got, like, a super thick, like, 5 o'clock shadow, dude. <laughs> like, you're not... That's not yeah. peach fuzz on your face. No. Um, it's, uh, it's... it. That real whole relationship is very Norman Batesy, like so. Well, getting into that, he right? like he is basically the fucking uh, New Zealand version of Norman Bates with zombies. With zombies, <laughs> if if, yeah. if Norman, if you know, if um, Alfred Hitchcock did more drugs, well, he would have made like this. That's movie. what he uh, his character was based off. Oh of. yeah, I think like again, you're talking like. You have a young actor or a young director, right? So he's going to be putting oh, more kind of broad he's strokes. Pulling, anyway, so. He's pulling from every movie that's ever inspired him that he's ever liked. And that's the great thing about this movie. He's stealing like an artist, which is amazing. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's the. Yeah. So uh, so we, we get introduced to our main two characters, right? Yeah. Uh, we have the, the girl that's obsessed with love. We have the young man who his mother is just completely overbearing. Mm hmm. Um, who you know is very like Cinderella esque, like go do this, go do that, yeah, go do this, go do that, clean this. It's never, yeah, yeah. you never, you just gonna, you never um, do have anything. Yeah. Um. So we're introduced to them. Yeah, they go. They end up going on a date because of the tarot <laughs> cards tell said that they would because of a sign of the cross, the cross and the crescent. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Um, play later too, but yeah, um, yeah. So they go on the date. They go to the zoo. So stealing from Rocky yeah. already. <laughs> they go for they go to the zoo, and that's when there, there's the rat monkey. The, the rat monkey, and the mom's there in typical like Monty Python fashion of just being this stereotypical character gets bitten by the rat creature. Well, this is after the rat creature like kills another monkey. Yes, it's after the rat creature kills this monkey, and you have the zookeeper, which is my favorite character of the rotten teeth, just chewing on a cigarette, being, "Oh man, this is bad now, ain't it?" Even wasn't southern, but you know, very yeah. Cockney accent. Um, yes, the mother comes to spy on the day because you know, dating someone that she shouldn't be dating because of. Or just close-minded ideas, like, or that not, too shouldn't be dated. With the person, just like I thought, I thought they were playing the whole person thing. But you're right, though. No. Yeah, just, he didn't want to. He wanted to be complacent. So he gets yeah, bit she by wanted to keep him submissive. Yeah. So he gets she gets bit by the rat in some of the most overdramatic, like only acting I ever seen more overdramatic than that was Tony Soprano's sister in The Sopranos. <laughs> Oh, I just thought you meant like the last person that tried to win a slip and fall case. That too. <laughs> um, like that, because that's what it reminds. That's like, yeah. I'm gonna like sue. Yeah, that was that was the mark, and I thought she hit it because I did not <laughs> think that she was actually acting like she got bit. She was trying to make it even worse. But maybe it was just bad acting. I don't. It know. was. It was both. <laughs> it was good and bad acting. She won the court case either way. Yes. So. And that's where, and so, we, yeah, and that's where all uh, shit hits the proverbial fan. Yes, so that's where, so the zombie, so being bit by this rat creature is what then basically kills you and turns you into a zombie. Yes, but not um, once do they think about going back to kill this rat creature. Well, they kill the rat creature. She squishes its head. Oh fuck! Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. 
She like just straight up because that's the thing. It bites her. Yeah. And she then just like beats the shit out of it. We get our first animal death. We do. This, we do get film. our first. I think our first and last. No, not nope, the first and nope, last. Nope. Not not our last. You not have to. Last. You have to admit this movie has some of the best line readings I've you've ever heard. <laughs> give me, give, give me which one you're thinking. I'm I'm thinking she ate my dog. Not all of it. <laughs> God, I was I was hoping you were gonna say that for later, but yes. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. I needed to it's say like, it. Let's let's this this mother though, she like loves killing animals. Oh, she does. So much. Like she But uh so she squishes the head of this like rat and we get our first like view of what the blood is going to be like and the oh, gore yeah. is going to be like for this film because it's very like it's like cherry it's like a darker shade of Pepto-Bismol <laughs> yes is like is like the viscosity of it all yeah like, it's like pinkish red it's definitely like paint it's not it does not, not look like it's not blood. corn syrup and food coloring it is yeah. it's almost like it does feel like lead paint <laughs> Yeah, it's like just thick. Yep. Like it's like that's not that's not how I mean, blood no one, works. That's not how bodies work. <laughs> it's not. Um, that's on science. Fun side side thing though, we do get the stop motion little. Bit, oh yeah, which was really cool. The stop motion rat. Um, you know that that was a pain in the ass to do. That's <laughs> um, why I think they only did it that one time, and the rest is just people in costume. Yeah, they're like we're not. Doing no, this fuck this. So yeah, we got our first animal death and <laughs> second death. Second, <laughs> second sec- death of the film. Second death of the film. And now the mom gets slowly turned to a zombie. He does she does the whole Norman Bates of honey come home and take care of me. They go back to their mansion on the hill. And um and that she, night And that night she starts to turn in the most gruesome fucking thing I've ever seen. Well, this guy. It's also funny because it's it's the same night that um, her what's her name? What, what, what's the what's the lead, female lead's name in this? Uh, Pinyon. Um, hold on. Should know this, but um, yeah. So she comes home and takes care of her, right? Is it like Bakita or something Bikita, like that? Bakita, I want to say. Uh, Bakita. Yep. They don't say. Yeah, they don't say her name a they, lot. They don't and say her name a lot. When they say it, it sounds like very kind of like like a nickname, like what you would call somebody, not their actual name. Yeah. Bikita. Um But I think it I think that is a reference to like one of the actresses, like grandmother. I think it was, there was her, some, yeah, there was her, some I think it was her grandmother. Bit in there. It was yeah. yeah. Um but the uh um So yeah, oh, so that's it, where they, they, they fornicate. <laughs> they do. They do. Yes. And, uh, you know, he strolls all in the next morning, like, feeling like he's on top of the world. <laughs> and mom is, like, not good. No. Her, like, rat bite has started to fester and pop. And, like, it's very, like, pimply and gross and Dr. Pimple Popper, like, kind of-esque. There was the a effects. lot of moments of me, I felt like, not my stomach turning, but just like, oh, you're doing that. You're going for the really gross shit. Yeah, like yeah. pus and like uh, very, pustules yeah. and like that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, it was definitely. So much like, 
rotting. It was more of an infection. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was definitely going for that. Well, and then they, like, she does, like, the thing with her face, and she, like, peels off the whole side of the cheek, and it's, like, the, the bologna sliced. <laughs> I did find myself yelling at the TV, being like, this guy's an idiot for not thinking, like, oh, shit, something's wrong. Because well, he's just, like, he glues it back fair. on. But, again, that's the humor he goes I know, it's the, the humor, but, really... like, a little hu- humor-based in reality of, like, a little freak out. He's like, ah, oh, this is fine. Just fucking glues it back on. I know. I get the joke. Again, I, if it was a younger actor, it would have worked better. It would have worked better. But the 38-year-old. Like, if you have, like, a teenager, like, being like, I, I don't know. Like, glue it back on? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, give me some Elmers here. But, um. um to be no. fair, though, he does a pretty good cover-up job. He does a good, he does good, good job. cover-up job, like, because you did not see that side of her face falling off. No. Her ear that falls is, into the porridge. Oh, uh, the, the, the custard. custard. <laughs> yeah, so she has dinner with, like, this neighborhood watch kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a fancy. It's, like, yeah, whatever. One of those social clubs that, like, <laughs> I guess people in the suburbs want to be a part of. And, honestly, some of the best acting of the night is the lady watching the hu- her husband eat the pus-filled... Custard, oh, and custard. The custard and the fucking mm, ear that falls Custard. <laughs> Again, great line readings in this film. Creamy and rich, just like I like it. In years. <laughs> and when the ear falls off into the porridge, she's yeah, just chewing she just on that. And she like spits out the ear. <laughs> and it crunches. Like you hear the cartilage crunching. <laughs> oh, man. It was so rough. It was great, but it was rough. So we get through dinner. We get... She's rotting. She's falling apart. And um, she then he calls they the call. nurse. Yes, the nurse comes in, and that's when the like that's when the zombie actually starts taking over. She dies, and she gives yeah. the most unlike I'm sorry a loved one's ever died. Like, like that nurse's reaction, like oh he's, she's dead. Well, because I think everyone else knows she's a pretty terrible person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, this mother is not a nice mom. Oh, nice not a, lady. Not a nice lady out, We at find all. out that more. We, we do, as it goes on. But uh, it's just very, like, your your mother's dead. Yeah. And then the mom just rips out her throat. <laughs> just, like, bends yeah, her well, head back like a fucking... It, and then that's the gag the whole time is this nurse's Yeah, the nurse's head fucking head. Back. Which is a great gag. There's a lot of I, gags. There's a there's lot, a of, lot ga- of gags, and I loved all of them. Yeah, there's the a fucking, lot of gags. The fucking lady with the Pez dispenser like, hair head was my favorite gag of the whole night. You know, I don't know if that's my favorite, but it's, there was <laughs> some. There was a lot of them. Like this, this definitely felt like they came up with like all of these different ideas, and then like the film was definitely there. Yeah, but like they're like, okay, how can we incorporate? It feels like what's our wish list of? Yeah, because that's what it feels like. It feels like if you were like, this is every single zombie I ever wanted to see in a movie. Yeah, but it also feels like they came up with it on the spot. Oh, it had it had. Oh, you know, it'd be funny. Oh, you know, oh, you know it'd be funny. Like, like that, if yeah, if her head's like falling effects, off the whole time. Yeah, yeah. That that special effects department probably actually hated Peter Jackson because oh, one hundred percent bring them a new idea every next day, and they were like, "Oh, great! Now we have to figure out how to do this." Hey, like, just an idea. Like, what if her head like falls off all the time? What if it was like a hinge? It was like a can hinge. You do a hinge? Can you do a hinge? <laughs> you can. You can do a hinge. Yeah, you can do a hinge. 
<laughs> I believe in you. I believe in you. You got it. So then, you know, we start getting all these like reanimator kind of things happening. Like they start all like, cause then the nurse gets bit, her head gets sliced. And then instead of just killing these things, he tries to save them like Shaun of the dead. He sedates them. He, he gets the idea to sedate them. How do you get the, I don't know how that comes first. How do you come the idea to sedate them over the idea of like killing them? I guess because he just, this is someone that doesn't know how to. He only knows how to take care. He doesn't know how to take care of himself. He he doesn't know how to like self-preservation. Like he doesn't really have any self-preservation. Yeah. He doesn't have an identity outside of his, outside of his mother. We're getting into the psycho thing. He has no identity outside of his mother. So he's going to try and preserve that as long as possible because that break is scarier for him than than what he's actually yeah. facing. And I think like that's the that's a lot of this, right? Like oh, we, yeah. we're starting to try to get, in, get into like the deeper meanings of things. And it's that whole breaking point of, you know, you're yeah. stepping into something that you don't know. I need right? to I need to take care. I need to fix this. Well for him, right, this yeah. character, right, his whole relationships, that's what define that's what defines him. Yeah, right? that is what has defined him to this yeah. point. The story that he's been told by his mother, his relationship—that's that's what he knows. So, and if yeah, we forgot to that, mention that while while he's on the date with with Pika, uh, they go to like the lake or something, and he talks about a story when he was a kid that he almost drowned, and his dad drowned trying to save him. Uh, which this is an important told. Yeah, it's an important part yeah. plot point that we forgot because we were so focused on the animatronic rat. Yeah. <laughs> the rat monkey. The rat monkey. Uh-huh. And um Yeah. So yeah, he's trying hard to, so he sedates them. It's, because again, like yeah. it's scary. It's for him oh, yeah. it, it's scarier to not have not have the person to not know who he is. Yeah. Not have a purpose, not know who he is. All of those things are just as scary as the actual monsters he's facing. And then he goes to the zoo, the go see the zoo to find more questions. Right? He goes to he goes to the vet. The vet, and that that is my favorite hor- old horror movie stereotype that they did. Oh my goodness! The crazy yeah. German scientist. No, he's a Nazi. He's a Nazi. And yeah, like they straight up a Nazi. Straight up a Nazi. And I feel like, I feel like if we weren't in the current climate that we're at, and I'm yeah. not talking like, like that joke lands 20 years ago a lot better than it oh, does than it does now. Yes, because Nazis are back, I, unfortunately. Yeah, um, but I do, and, I do miss that stereotype of the crazy German scientist. Yeah, I mean, it, it, again, it, you're talking about it's very Indiana Jones esque. Oh, 100. percent Oh, yeah. It's all, it's like Doctor like Strange Love too. Yeah, exactly. And it's they're just over the top dramatic and like of it course is, he's like, Well, oh, yeah. I lost my paperwork, we and he sides uh, off the uh, you know, everything. Um He has that very effeminate it, German accent. Yeah, and it's it's just revealed at the end, right? Because like his sleeve gets ripped. Yeah. Right. Then you see the armband still on it. And like yeah. I Again, like for me, um, not that like, like not that it's hard for me to laugh at that kind of stuff. I guess now, 
I I can I can see that. Like I and it's not it's I understand it. I understand the joke. I understand like hot like yeah. See it's like, well no, but see, it also like, but it gives you know, it's just taking power away from those type yeah. of people. Look how and, cartoonish and silly they are. And and I think like and that that happened actually during World War Two. Oh well, yeah, no, right? like, yeah. That was Disney. Disney made cartoons. Yes, that were making fun of Nazis. Yeah, right. And it does it does kind of take away some of that power from it. I mean, Mel Brooks um, was doing that in like ninety nine percent of his yeah. career. Yeah, but like, I don't know. For me, it. I mean, it's hard to. I get it is hard it, to laugh at it nowadays. Yeah, I mean, when you have people like. I, I, I'm not going to harbor on the point any, uh, anymore, yeah. but like, I, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say I that I did ha- laugh at it. Had, had they not even had that reveal, yeah, it would have been, it would have been fine. Honestly, I did. Like, I would have got, gotten the joke. I Does missed, that make sense? I did miss that reveal though. I will be honest. I probably looked away for a second when that happened. Oh yeah. Cause it's, yeah. Cause it's sleeve, yeah. it pans out and yeah. there's like, you see like the yeah. edges of it. Yeah. And I, I, I thought they were, yeah, doing with the reveal that's putting a hat on a hat, you know. Yeah, like, we know. I, mean, I get what you, you're. Re- yeah, I you get don't what have you're to referencing without. Yeah, you don't have to say it. To, you don't have. I, to, I guess yeah. I feel like that gives it more power in a way. It does, and I do agree with you on that. Like, if they just did it as on? like, I don't have my paperwork. I don't know where you were. I'm from Sweden. Yeah, like, yeah, I get it. I get yeah. what you're going for, yeah, but yeah, like you to don't see need it, a, I guess like, yeah. And, and it and anyway, it doesn't help, but, yeah. But anyway, so he gets he doesn't get anything to kill them. He doesn't get poison. He gets sedatives. Yes, he gets tranquilizer, and that's when he runs back into his girlfriend who hasn't seen him in a while, and he tries to do the. Uh, it was really popular in the eighties. the The mysterious character disappears from behind a bus. Well, see, that's that's a little later. That catches up oh, a little later. Yeah, yeah, you're that, right. Because that's after the funeral. Oh, fuck the funeral. How could you forget the funeral? I wanted to. Well, this is... <laughs> there's two things that I thought were hysterical Yeah. Um, when it comes to the funeral. The first is um, the guy... So they're, they're, initially he thinks he can sedate his mother enough to where she'll just be buried and die. Yeah. Right. That's his whole plan. Um, like killing, you know, killing her softly, um, kind of thing. Killing her but, um, yeah. but the, uh, they taught they, the undertaker's just like one of the lines is something you know, like, yeah, it's been a really terrible embalming process. And, um, we see that he like goes back and, yeah. you know, he sneaks in to, to put another sedative in her to get her through the, yeah. or tries to put the sedative in her to get her through the, um, the process. Funeral. Yeah. Um, and we get, a, we get a Peter Jackson thing that he does, which he always has a cameo. Oh yeah. And, and so like, he is the terrible lab assistant that has left the embalming fluid on for like, 30 minutes past when it was supposed to be. So she's just like ballooned up and like now is completely filled with embalming fluid. And there's another little thing that just made me laugh because he like grabs a sandwich off of her. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, it's like a real quick thing, but in his first cameo in fellowship of the rings, he's just munching on a carrot. 
Like, I don't know what it's up with this dude. His cameos, he's just eating. Because I think to him, he thinks that's the funniest thing ever, is a random person eating. I guess. But, but that's like, also an homage to Alfred Hitchcock, because he did cameos in all of his movies, too. Yeah. Well, and, um, sorry, another can- another yeah. reference is the uh, the stop motion is a reference to the, the, the Titan. Uh, the, um, what am I trying to say? Oh, uh, uh, Homer's Odyssey, the Titan? Yeah, yeah, the and the, the Argonauts and all yeah, things yeah. like that, like the skeletons. That was a whole, a whole other little. Well, that's that. But. Anytime you do stop motion, it's always an homage to that because that was like the first yeah. stop motion movie. Yeah, but it's, I feel like especially within live action. Yeah, yeah, like um, but um, so we <laughs> anyway. We get to see her eyes pop out of her head, and we get to see the Undertaker knock him back in with two fingers, just like. <laughs> it, oh my god! But then we get to and meet then, his um, uh, the whole family too. Yeah, you get then you get the, I guess the the second tier villain. Yeah, is, the which again apparently like new zealand had a thing for rockabilly in the 50s or like, they hated rockabilly in the 50s i don't know if they hated it or they just hated the sleazy people like that. yeah i don't know but like they painted him bad through the entirety yeah. of the movie he's very boss hog esque like very like, boss hog like he's got his big dude he's got his pompadour and he's got the like big, hair piece the he's, he's got his rolled cigarette he's got his mole <laughs> Uh, the horrible. Ah, oh, man. He's got his uh lamb chops out to the side, like big belt buckle, <laughs> cheetah print jacket. Um, yeah. But then they bury the mother. They go to the, f- and then he goes to go pay his respects. And there's another like punk rockabilly kid there, peeing on the grave. Well, because they think he's. They think they. They think drinking, he killed him. Drinking in the graveyard. Yeah, right. And they think like, oh, this is some type of like pervert digging up bodies. Like, what's he doing? Digging yeah. up bodies. So I don't want to say they're like entitled to like beating up this dude, but like you so, see someone just trying to rob a fresh grave. Like, yeah, it's weird. And of course, they do take it a, t- a step too far because they're like, oh, oh I'm just going to piss on this grave, yeah. like, oh, whatever. And then of course, he gets grabbed by the dick and just like. Yeah, I think that's the <laughs> first uh, of many. Dick grab, dick punches, groin shots, groin yeah. shots. There's the entire, a lot. There's a lot of groin shots in this movie, and uh, that's um, when yeah, that's, mom comes back to life. She she's and, a zombie, and that's when we get zombie number three. Yes, and we also get an amazing fight sequence by the priest of all people. I I, I kick ass for for God. I think. Yes. It's, what's the quote? I, Something it's, like that. I think it's like. Or we need a holy intervention. No, it's he definitely says kick ass. I kick ass for God. I'm pretty sure is what he says. I kick in that I, fuck you again. I that's what makes it feel so improvic. I feel like Peter Jackson's like, hey, hear me out. What if the priest comes and we do a complete like kung fu fight oh, sequence it's definitely here? Definitely like nineties. 90, 80s, 90s yeah. kung fu scene. Like, he's like, I just saw the Matrix. What if we did that? And I, I saw the Matrix in the future because it's nineteen ninety two. Yeah, 
Like, what if we do that? Like, what if we do? I played Mortal Kombat. Yeah, this is what I want. (laughs) I yes. How about we do that? And the prop department is like, no, please stop. Because then the preacher gets killed. He gets yeah. He gets impaled on a on a cross on top of a a hand. Oh, is he a hand hand that goes? Yeah. Uh, and I just love that whole moment. I just loved all of that. And then he turns into a zombie. And then we well, get the whole like the whole like punk crew gets killed. Yes. He yeah. minus the one. Minus the one. And then he takes them all back so, to his house. Yeah. To have this like I guess like <laughs> zombie little family. Again, very little Norman Bateson. And he keep all the bodies. He keeps all the, and he like ties them all up. He tries to teach them how to use silverware. To again give them more sedatives. Get him more sedatives, and then that creepy and then we get zombie copulation. Yes, we do. That's where I was going at. We get oh. the worst character of the movie, Baby Zombie. They, oh my goodness! You know, I was watching this, and I was like, "Did Tim Burton watch this film?" And then is that where he got inspired for that little zombie kid that's in? Right, <laughs> I was wondering about that because it's the same like, exact. Cause... Outfit. It feels very similar, and like, not saying they ripped it off, but Maybe. someone from the creative team, I think, saw brain it's Like, hey, I have an idea. <laughs> better alive. I have an idea for a costume. My... Yeah. Because yeah, we had this character. Then we get the. I, get, I hated. We get that the little man. shit of a baby this it. entire time. Oh, and the cuts between it being a puppet and being a person in a baby suit just freaked me out <laughs> oh. i also love how it's like it's very looney tunes-esque with this child. oh my god like, yeah that that's i mean it was all kind of over the top but once the baby comes out it's just like down it's not downhill but it's just like it free free for all at that point yeah like we we have gone complete gonzo with this we oh yeah so ridiculous like, like all they need to do is just get like the baby kicked into outer space and you see the planet with the names of all the countries on it. Yeah, you know, all right, Marvel reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was weird though, because on some level, like I don't want to say you felt sorry for it, but every time they were about to kill it, like you kind of felt bad. I just liked how they never actually killed it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, no one ever could do it because it's like yeah, that it's weird a baby. thing of like, yeah, it's a bit like you're never gonna shit. Like, yeah, it's like, like that's it's like the that's one line. Peter Jackson's like, I'm okay with a lady eating a dog. You can't yeah, kill we, an can, un. We, can we talk about how like she's just okay with her dog being eaten? Oh my god, right? This dude, like, well, getting that the line, you your mother ate my dog, not all of it. <laughs> Peter Jackson's like I'm okay, okay. With... I'm okay with animals getting killed. I'm not okay with zombie babies getting killed. Yes. <laughs> How uh, is this, why is this? They're both terrible. Like the, the, oh, everyone's terrible. There's not a terrible. there's not terrible. a redeeming character in this movie. And then yeah, then it's just fucking Looney Tune action throughout and through. Oh, because then they go to the he goes to the park. They go to the park, and, like, and it, yeah, three men and, and a baby. You, 
Yeah, you get the inside the cradle or inside the. That was great. I love thing. that. It's it's got, like, like a barbed bar wire. wire. <laughs> <laughs> Again, but his whole thing about like trying to be normal and trying to be like having he needs to take care of someone that he takes a fucking zombie baby to the park because it's what normal people do. Yeah. Well, his whole sense of reality is completely warped. And I, I, <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting thing because it's like, so if you know that this is an unreliable narrator, right? If you're seeing it from these oh, yeah. characters perspective, is this really what happened? Is this, yeah, do we even know? Oh, we don't like, but, but, um, which yeah, that's a whole other the fucking but um, yeah, the Looney Tunes action though with the baby in the park and the it, it, it beats it like just like punches, punches it, it and then it gets run over by a bike, but it's so strong that the bike tips over. Yeah, and, and the mothers are shocked. Too. It's a puppet, like, <laughs> and the when he fucking hits it in the face with the swing, and the baby goes flying. <laughs> it's crazy, but it's you're just laughing the whole time though because it's so absurd. Case. Oh, that's the whole thing. It's like, how absurd can we make this? And I think that that's a lot of this film is how far oh, can yeah. we push it? Yeah, it was. It's you can tell they were having fun. Yeah, definitely were. Which I mean, that's what gets us into the party, which is like the main zombie fight in the whole. Thing. Oh yeah, when the the right. the creepy uncle comes back and is like, I have dem-, you know, it was very I soap. Know what op- you're doing here? Yeah, he finds the bodies. He right? finds the bodies again, but they're all alive and moving. Yeah, but he's like, I'm going to tell everyone you killed them. And you're keeping the bodies. Really? Again, My first thought would be like, all right, so can we talk about why you have... So zombies are real? Yeah. So, all right. Because, <laughs> I mean, I guess you're not a terrible uncle that wants the house and the money. <laughs> yeah, I'm not an Elvis impersonator who really wants all the money. Yeah. Um, well, but again, that's it's someone knowing that they can manipulate another character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is then what makes them an even worse character. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so then they throw this this rockabilly party. This rockabilly rager. Rockabilly rager. <laughs> and um, all the zombies get out because he, he poisons them all, buries them. poisons them with, with not, it's not supposed to be. Not for humans. Yeah. But, but isn't all, like, all poison not for humans, though? Yeah, you know, it's very, like, on the on the nose. On the nose. Like, not for humans. Like, it makes them all super strong. Yeah. And, like... They all come back all, from the dead. All and all of them. And they just... The rip- damn intestines of the one rockabilly what that was the on the fuck? Right? <laughs> the intestines come alive. We have an actual living butthole. There's a fart joke because the organs become alive and actually let out gas. We have a living butthole. I never thought in my life I would see a movie with a living butthole, but we did in this movie. There was a living butthole. And why does it have eyes? For the love of God. So you can identify with it better. I don't want to (laughs) identify with these living fucking organs. That was the part I'm like, I'm gonna shut this off. This is fucking too much now. That was the too that far. Was that the was the moment it got too far. That was when the organs become alive, man. There was a fart joke with the living butthole. I was out, man. <laughs> no, I mean again, like You gotta admit though, that was camp. That was uh-huh. camp. That was camp to the That yeah, was camp. And then everyone was, was but everyone believed it though. Yeah. Which made it work. Well, 
Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like, even getting to the point where it's like, you know, there's some tougher parts with the uncle and what he's, um, how oh, terrible yeah. a human he actually is, because he actually tries to, like... He sexually assault. Um, yeah, he sexually assaults Akita, and, like, um, you know, even, like, it, it paints him in a completely different light, too, whenever uh, all the zombies are coming, and he's just, like, butchering them all. And like enjoying it, yeah. Like, cause there's that like sped up sequence where it's like, ha 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 ha. He's like swinging the the, the happiest he's ever around. ever yeah. been. It's like, dude, like this guy's just like terrible human being. But then he gets um, killed though. He does. He does. He gets killed by um, the weirdest final boss I've ever seen. Well, he gets made into a zombie by the weirdest final boss. Oh, true, true, true. Because Pakita actually gets her. She grabs his like grabs him by the spine and just like oh, straight fuck, up puts him yeah. in that blender. We almost got baby in a blender. We almost got baby. We in a almost blender, got. We did, get, we did get girl lit up like in Halloween deck. I love that. Actually, I thought that was an amazing practical effect. Yeah, just like <laughs> like let's hang this Halloween mask on this <laughs> light bulb. I again the the prop department was like someone someone Peter someone J- messed up on the prop department and he was like that looks cool. <laughs> Like was it or was it like you know would be really cool if the face glowed? Can we do that, <laughs> Mr. Jackson? Please stop. <laughs> no. We we're so tired. It was a pretty cool. It was a pretty cool practical effect with the like head that was kind of like getting kicked oh, around yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Uh, can we also talk about how we had our first ever like nine like early movie r- running in the same spot because of the blood. <laughs> Again, this was a cartoon. I don't know. Oh yeah, we had like the movie was like a Buster Keaton cartoon. Like yeah, we had the Charlie Chaplin, like in yeah, like in a war film. It was, and then he just ran on all the the disembodied heads. Yes, and then we had the one moment where it it was completely taken from a Sam Raimi movie. Oh, the with the lawnmower. Oh my gosh, that was the groovy. Yeah, groovy, hundred percent. Like it was, uh, that was Ash. It was just, yeah, it was just funny. Like, and again, like you're just there's just, he's just getting coated oh, in just, blood in this. Like just it was everywhere. like I read it was like 500 gallons per minute. I feel so that actor at the ah, end of the day was, needed to shower so bad from the lead paint they were using. <laughs> but um, yeah. So we, you know. Asshole uncle meets his end, and then uh, yeah, we get final boss mom. Final? Can we? Yes, final boss mom. We got. I'm just gonna say we got giant, titted skeletons. Yes, we got um, like a hot topics wet dream. I you know more maybe like Spencer's gift store. Um, Accurate. We know we if, yeah. if they combined. Yes, um, it's very it's like zombie esque. She it. I think the whole point was she was supposed to be becoming more rat-like throughout the film. Yeah. Like, her skull, her skull was mutating. Yeah, it was, it was growing like more rat. like a rat. Um, but then, like, she also just is, like, at this point, like, completely naked, and, like, her uh, proportions and her anatomy are all crazy. It's very, like, gargantuan and gross and, like, you know, it was supposed to be. Um, but, uh... 
yeah, she then, you know, it, again, like that, we're, we're talking about him not letting go. She doesn't either. Yeah, but can we talk? Um, and we, yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, go, go ahead. No, no, it's it. Before we get out to this final, like, kind of boss scene, before he mows everyone down, um, he does find out that his mother murdered yes. his father. We have a we have his a father's lover. We have a moment where they try to make the character very human by showing, you know, his backstory, which for me is completely ruined by a dick joke in the middle of it, where he's going through pictures of his dad and this lover of his, and shoving a penis shaped. Thing. Like he's feeding her like a hot dog or something. Oh, I, I was I thought you were gonna say how like the intestines went up the guy's leg. No, no, I was talking there's like a photo when he's going through and the dad's feeding his lover like a hot oh, dog yeah. shaped object. No, yeah. and I was like, come I on. I guess I didn't even pick up on that. I just was thinking it was like like I guess I just at that point because no. this isn't a film where it's like sex and violence much. Like I, no, I didn't feel yeah. like there was because I feel like Minus the, minus the sexual assault, right? And the zombie, the zombie orgy. Yes, like, but there's not really a whole lot of like sex in this film. Because I, I, I think, um, man, I lost my train of thought. Uh, I just, I didn't pick up on that joke. I guess is what the the like whole like. Yeah. Well, no, that's what, saying, that's what I'm saying. That's what I think. New uh, New Zealand in general just had very different like. If they did too much sex, I don't think they could release it. Kind of thing. Yeah, like, I, I think they I had like different laws when it came to that. What was considered? I don't know. Perverse. I just it didn't feel. I guess I felt more like the main characters about how like naive they were. When oh it came yeah, to that. yeah. Like, and I and could I also because, I could also just be overreading it. Well, see, because I thought like that naivety like was yeah. the whole point. Oh yeah, right. Like they don't. They're not really able to articulate how they actually are feeling. Yeah. Right. They're relying on other constructs to be like. Oh, the tarot cards told me I will find someone to love. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't, you know, it's, it's very simplistic. Yeah. And I think that that's why that, that, um, I didn't read anything kind of like sexual into that. Yeah. Um, I get it. but then we do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then we do have the final, the, the fight between the living organs, which I hate so much. Well, and again, like it's that last moment of whether or not you're going to, are you going to break free from what you know? Yeah. Um, because and it's also interesting, right? Because she does give him this amulet that kind of like protects him throughout. Oh yeah. It, and the amulet which, shows which him I, where the, the, the skeleton of his uh, father's lover was. Yeah. And then he confesses yeah. all that to the final boss. In a very Luke Skywalker in moment of like, no, it can't be true. Yes. Um, but it also was very like, this is another side note. I thought it was cool. Again, we're talking practical effects. Like it reminded me whenever he's like exits through this like former creature, this creature that was formerly known as his mother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it reminded me very much of like the orcs and how they were like hatched and things like oh, that. So yeah, you're seeing yeah. like, and even before that, when he was down in the basement, there was a little effect where it's like the camera camera zooms out as it pans in. Yeah. So it creates this really like harrowing effect. Oh, yeah. It's also something that was used in Lord of the Rings. He, do, he does do that a lot. But did you also get the other famous horror movie reference that when he's when he's when his mom's stomach's open, the formerly mother opens stomach. 
That was a great way to not say the right words. Um, and it gets like sucked into the stomach though. That was straight. Yeah. That was straight um, out of the thing. John Carpenter's a thing. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, thanks but, to the um, magical amulet though, mom disintegrates and he bursts through the chest like an alien. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's that whole thing of like rebirth and refining oh, yeah. yourself. And are you willing to? Yeah, are you willing to do the hard work to to do yeah. that? One hundred percent. I mean, I think it, and I think like that whole, like, again, him standing up and, and, and we're not just speaking about like a father or a son standing up to his mother. Yeah. Right. We're just talking about someone that is literally having to completely change his life. Yeah. And, you know, those are hard steps to take. I, I mean, think yeah, like it's, it's interesting too, because even just a little point about the, like mm-hmm. having someone to, I don't want to say protect you but that is there for you how much of a difference that makes oh yeah right like yeah we all have our flaws but like paquita is is there for him like she gives him something to help protect him through the power of love he can defeat any demon yeah you know i just think it's the power of someone just believing in you yeah and i think that i thought that was like a really cool little moment in this kind of like because then it just ends. Then it, yeah, right? it just like, it ends like, like a Saturday travel. morning cartoon and just like the end. Yeah, like, but but again, the baby I, again. I the baby's lot. still alive though. The house is on fire. The baby's crying, holding a bed, and you see the firefighters going in to go save it. Yeah, you know, and that's how we got the Hunchback of Notre Dame. But um, pum. <laughs> so you can't hide from the eyes of Notre Dame. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's the sequel, right? Oh, I, I, I guess I don't, it wasn't, they never made a sequel. They didn't. For, for re- <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't. Cause it was a pretty big success in England. I mean, New Zealand, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it made back its budget. I think it was considered a commercial failure. Yeah. I, um, it was one of those movies though that did do like, well, when VHS came out. Yeah, like it was one yeah. of those ones that was passed around. Like, yeah. oh yeah, this is like a movie that your uncle, weird uncle, shows you, and that your older cousins like. You want to see something fucked up? Yeah, yeah. And it's like really not. It's pretty innocuous. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's like again, it was. There's some gross out moments, but it's very. Like, oh yeah. In my opinion, and this is not a cri- criticism, like a negative criticism. It's very juvenile, like gross oh, out yeah. moments. But again, like, that's the, but that's the, the sins of a, a young filmmaker. Yeah, and uh, and I and I again, it's not a it's not a negative critique. It's just something I noticed. It's oh, very yeah. like, yeah, it's very over the top, and that's fine. Like that's what it's supposed to be. One hundred percent. I just have a tendency to like try and look for other things within these kinds of movies because I think horror is it's been a way that we always define and view the world, right? Like yeah. through the macabre and all these other things, like. It, they're all memento moris, right? They all remind right. us about our own mortality um, and how even from the campiest, worst films, what can we take from them? Because I think yeah. there's something we can. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I think, like, if, you know, if <laughs> if the larger theme of it is about finding yourself and being able to stand next to somebody and support them, like, that's, you know, that's a movie worth watching. 100%. 
so, and we get blood and guts with it. So a, cool. lot, a lot of blood and guts. <laughs> so, Spencer. What do you give the movie? I had to throw in that last sound effect. <laughs> what do I give this movie? Um, do, do you add it to your horror movie collection? Do you add this to your Halloween roundabout of films? I would definitely, this would definitely be one that I would, I would watch and revisit. Um, you know, I would, I would give this, um, I would give it a solid four out of five digits. I would give it four out of five fingers if I had to slice them off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would give it, uh, you know, 90% of my large intestines, just not the part that was going to make the fart joke. Um, <laughs> uh... um, no, I think that I think it's a great film. I, I think it's a lot of fun. I think the practical effects are great, and I think that not for nothing, you get to see the early stages of a really good filmmaker's yeah. career, and you get to see some of the, the defining trademarks of his career. And I think that's a really cool thing. Whenever you can kind of retroactively watch and see those things. What about you? What would you give it? I give it like your pumpkin beer. I think it's better than what we thought it was going to be. I give it. I give it a, um, I give it a solid five, five, solid five, yeah. five out of five, five out of five. You know, the practical effects are great. There is a good metric. There is a good message in it. If you weed through the blood and guts, it's fun. You will find yourself making jokes about it, laughing at it, talking about it, which is what I always consider good when it comes to one of these kind of horror movies. And it is, and it's very, it is inspiring because look at what else, what other movies he's made, all because well, fun, of this little, one movie that he made. Little fun fact about yeah. Lord of the, again, Peter Jackson, Lord yeah, of the yeah, Rings, yeah. right? New Line Cinema, right, was the original, um, I don't want to say producers, but like they're yeah. the ones that funded the first, like the Lord of the Rings project. Now, yeah. New Line Cinema went out of business funding Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But you know, what film franchise made New Line Cinema all their money? Lord of the Rings. No. What? Nightmare on Elm Street. Really? Yeah. Huh. Freddy Krueger paid for Frodo to go to Mordor. <laughs> all right. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Rod Review Show Halloween Spooktacular. Please tune in next week where we'll be watching. Tune in next week. Uh, well, we'll be watching. Puppet Master.